Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. One of those things, a couple of guys. Andy Randy! Having discussion. I be on it all night, man. I be on it all day. Straight up, pimp. If you want me, you can find me in that. What are you looking at me like that for? What are you talking about? We're supposed to make eye contact. It's the Midday Show with Andy Walker and my son, my baby boy, Randy McMichael. When I crack open this mic. <laughs> that was the most media member thing that's ever been yeah. said. Starring Randy Montez McMichael as Randy and my firstborn son, Andrew Stephen Bunker as Andy. You can't say Randy without saying Andy. It's the Andy and Randy Midday Show. Boring answer. Just make sure you don't touch that dial, then we'll be cool. Touch it and use the fool. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Good morning. Welcome in. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, the Midday Show with Andy and Randy with you here on a Tuesday morning. Thanks so much for being with us. It is nasty outside, yeah, man. so be careful. I know that there's uh, some warnings for some extreme weather, certainly a lot of rain. We thought we saw snow while yes. we were doing the podcast. Yes. It feels, uh, it's not good outside. It, it is outside exactly how I feel inside, Randy. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> Whatever you want to describe, gloomy, depressing, sad, uh, cold, desolate, whatever, however you want to describe it, that is my emotional state this morning uh, after what happened last night. Good morning to you. How are you? What's happening, man? Yeah, man. I hope Hopefully everybody who's out there riding around listening to us, make sure you're safe and, and everything because, like you said, it is nasty out there uh, on them roads and everywhere. So hopefully everybody arrives to their destination Safely, uh, yeah, I mean, understandably so. I mean, yeah, expectations. Tough game. Tough game. Tough your team game. is in, in, in a position to uh, to do something they haven't done in your lifetime mm-hmm. and win a – well, 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 yeah, well, this split. And, yeah, yeah, but you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, yep. And so, yeah, you're amped up for it and, and everything like that, and they just didn't come to play. They didn't play well yesterday. They did not. They did not play well. Michigan, I give them all the credit, man. They played – Me too. They played really physical at Washington. It's one thing because obviously the – with the uh, with the with the press conference and the firing of the Falcons head coach, we didn't get a chance to talk about it a lot. We mentioned it a lot at the end, and it was. <laughs> I'm kind of glad we didn't yeah, now because yeah. I would have been so wrong. Yeah. I was, so many things yeah. I was going to say yesterday would have been wrong. <laughs> that the way the game played out last night. Yeah. So I saved myself from all my wrong predictions. Yeah, but I mean, I look at it. You know, if they can press, Penix was uncomfortable all game. Yeah. He was uncomfortable all game. He was. Seeing ghosts, rushing yep. passes, yep. everything like that. Michigan sacked them once, but they beat the hell out of you. Yeah, him. and the, you talked yeah. about this yesterday. Yeah. In the in the brief bit we did get to spend yes. on it yesterday, you you brought up the fact that Michigan plays a similar style, or at least concept-wise, to what Arizona State does. And it, bringing sort of yes. disguising coverages and bringing guys from different places and not even bringing them sometimes. And I think that's what they did with Penix was they put it in his mind mm-hmm. that heat was coming from over here, mm-hmm. and then it didn't even come sometimes, mm-hmm. but he thought it was, so he was rushed. And 
there was a lot of plays out there to be made. Yep. Uh, there, there were touchdowns out there to be there thrown. Were. There and, were. Uh, and unfortunately, he didn't make those throws. And again, credit to Michigan for playing defense that way. They played. They were lights out. They were out. rough. They were lights out. They were rough. They were physical. I mean, Washington, you look at Dylan Johnson, felt so bad for him, yeah. you know, because, I mean, first carry, he hurts the other ankle. And so he was pretty much non – because there's a lot of plays that he would have broke because he's that, he's that yep. type of player. Yep. Yep. But, yeah, Michigan, I mean, they were just more the more physical football team on both sides of the, on the line of scrimmage. And that's what they were able to do. And that got they got it done early. Now Washington, they, they made some adjustments. Maybe they made some uh, some some check your heart adjustments too. Yeah, on the defensive line. No kidding. And then they were able to get some stops. You saw them flying up and everything. But Michigan just wore them down. Mm-hmm. And then you know a lot of things we can say is when that morale goes away, you know the run game that 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 you commits to going back to what you're doing once you're sitting there as a defense. Like damn, come on man, we hanging on for y'all. Come on offense. Yep. And then you know. It happens. Yep. The two things we said that they can't let happen happen. I mean, they, they got to Penix repeatedly and, and beat him up and put it in his mind. And uh, the run game got going, man. I mean, I don't know where the hell Donovan Edwards has be, been all year, uh-huh. <laughs> but he was there last night in the first quarter. First quarter. He didn't want to touch that guy. He let him get to the house twice in the first quarter. Um, and then they, they had a pretty good adjustment and, and, and buckled down defensively and played tough for about 35 minutes, assuming – at some point, I think we all assumed at some point yes. that the offense would would get it going and and score some points and put a drive together, and they just never did. They just they never could capitalize if a play was there. They made the one nice throw they called holding, which was a little soft, but maybe it was. Compared, I don't know. To, compared to all the other stuff and grabs and holes that was going on in that game, they that let was, a lot. They let go a lot go to call that. Yeah, they let but, a, they, they like let I've, it go. Don't don't mistake me for someone who's complaining about the officials because I thought the officials did a nice job last night and they let them play. And that is not why Washington lost. Mm. That was just one one big moment in the second half of that game. But yeah, man, that was uh, you know that was that was a pretty impressive performance for Michigan. Yeah. And uh, they go wire to wire, fifteen and 34-13 last night. Harbaugh's a national champion. Right off into the sunset seems pretty easy at this point. Yeah. He probably was going to ride off into the sunset anyway because right. he doesn't want those sanctions. I don't. But it makes it easier for him now. It, I think it makes it easier for Michigan too. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah makes clean it probably, break. It makes it, Everybody's makes it happy. Probably easy for Michigan. I'm just like you know, because of the NCAA. That's the only. I'm like, why would I leave Michigan, dude? You're the most powerful man in that state. You don't have to answer to anybody. You can say athletic director, whatever, whatever. He can do whatever the hell he wants. Now, as far as his prospects in the NFL, he's going to get one of these jobs if he wants. Whichever one he wants. Whichever one he wants. He wants. Now, this is all about what the organization is willing to give him to get him, mm-hmm. and what he wants is total control. Which, okay, but that's what you're going to have to do in that situation because he ain't coming back to have a situation like he had in San Francisco. No. He ain't coming back to have to work with a guy like Trent Baalke who he don't like. He don't like him. And then Jet York, who is a dork himself, takes the takes the GM side. And he shouldn't. And he shouldn't. I mean, Jim, exactly. Har- Jim Harbaugh, say, think what you want to think about Jim Harbaugh. Dude is a great coach. Yes, he is. And he's won – Everywhere he's been. He and has. I know it almost didn't work out at Michigan. And they almost they made almost, the mistake of getting rid of him. Mistake for, yeah. And now he's beat Ohio State three years in a row. He's been in the college football playoff three years in a row. They got closer every year. And this year they finally got over the hump and won the championship. Right. He also was in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. in the NFL. Like mm-hmm. won a lot of games in the NFL. And immediately took that San Francisco team that was an underperforming, they talented eight roster. Straight. Losing season before he got there. Yeah. yeah. It was a good roster. Yeah. And it, underperforming. Yes. Poorly coached. Yes. And then immediately they start winning games when he takes over. Um, he won when he was at Stanford, which no one does. Yep. <laughs> he won when he was at San Diego, which no one does. Yep. Like, he's won everywhere he's been. So, yeah, if I'm him and you want me, 
Yeah, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need it all. You better have a chair for me at the press conference. I'm gonna need it. He gonna he he's gonna get the same type of whatever like Kyle Shanahan because mm-hmm. Kyle runs the San Francisco. I mean, obviously he answers to the owner and all those different things, but not necessarily answers to him. And then what he does is all the other business stuff as far as contracts and everything. He lets lets uh, John Lynch uh, take that heat for him because well, and, and they have a it seems like a wonderful agreement yes. where it's like Kyle's like, okay, John, here's the deal. I'm yeah. going to hire you, and I'm gonna. I'm going to throw you under the bus yes. publicly sometimes. Yes. And I don't mean it. I still respect right. you, and we got this right. good relationship, right. whatever. Right. But sometimes I'm going to I'm going to throw you under the bus. Yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, he should get his contract. I don't know what's taking so long. I don't know what the hell's taking John I so long. I would have paid him. I, I would have signed both yeah, of them. Yeah, I would have signed him. Because yeah. I need to re- keep this rapport with yes. the player yes. and make exactly. you look like the villain and exactly. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, that, that, that's right. And look, whether it's uh, whether it's the Chargers, they've got the franchise quarterback right now. Maybe he wants to go there. I don't know if they're going to come up off the money to pay him, but maybe they will. Um, any opening right now in the NFL should be interested in in Jim Harbaugh. Yes. Because he's that good of a coach. He's an he's a, he's a excellent Do you think this opening will be interested in Jim Harbaugh? Uh, no. Because I don't. Because because I don't – unless they're willing to give him what he wants mm-hmm. – which then, I don't think they then, which I don't think they want to. Now we found uh, you heard we heard pretty much how it works yesterday yeah, at the press conference. And and that's the thing about it is like, you know, I know I said that Terry should pick the head coach. I, I didn't say I think he is going to pick the head coach. And that was my biggest thing right there. And, you know, uh I was worried I, I didn't see any of the press conference. All right, but I saw the podium and I saw the chair and I said, There's two chairs there. Who's gonna be up there? Now I pretty much knew <laughs> you knew who was going to who be was going to be there. I knew yeah. it was going to be Rich and Arthur without even saying anything. Mm-hmm. But my thing was, and I heard a little bit uh, this morning on the morning shift with uh, Rich McKay when he was on with the boys as far as why they didn't do it and all those different things. They wanted to get questioned and all those different things, like because you know, GMs don't fire head coaches, owners fire head coaches. He was absolutely correct in that. Terry did not fire Arthur Smith. He had input on the say, and not saying that he said that he needs to go or anything. Maybe they asked him something else. I don't know how it was, but the ultimate decision is Arthur Blank on. His head coach, who and that's why he said he's ultimately going to hire the coach, which he is with in, with help, with insight from Rich McKay, and input from 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 um, from Terry Fontenot and his staff, and maybe a search firm, and maybe a search firm. Which I mean, what? <laughs> like, yeah. What do you guys all have? What do you guys all do mm-hmm. then? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, what's the search firm for? I don't know. I, 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 also, what, can we be it? Yeah, that's what like I'm again. Saying. We like, will. We what will. The, what the hell are y'all there for? Hand in the air. If you need a couple guys who you know. We follow this that stuff That just sounds like close. a fancy word that you're doing due diligence. I know. that That's maybe what it is. Maybe uh, what it is. Uh, again, Search sounds. I, it, to me, it is a um, – it was interesting when they talked about the hiring process now and how it's different than right. it used to be and all of that kind of stuff. And Rich McKay said, you need more voices, which to me, I don't know. I never like that. I don't I'm either. like, no, man, like, you don't need too many cooks in the kitchen, like – Who's in charge? Who makes the decisions? Mm-hmm. Talk to each other. Whatever you, Fontenot, Arthur Blank. Like I don't. We need more voices. The, more voices. Like a search firm uh-huh. is another layer of protection if it goes wrong. Exactly. Well, they got it wrong. Well, but this is the thing well, about it. You most, hired most them. organizations. A lot of times, you want everything to be the same message as far as from the from the top down. Everybody's thinking the same, talking the same. Because how you win. It's hard to. I mean, it's okay to have disagreements. As far as personnel and things like that, it is. It, it, but it's a healthy disagreement. It ain't one of them we're shouting at each other, and I'm going to pick the guy because I'm this guy, and I'm the general manager, so I get to pick the guy. Well, Arthur Blank said that we got 50-50 split on this. So how do we do, how do we go about that and everything like that? Because you, it, it, to me, 
they might have missed on some good players because one wanted one and one wanted the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? That could that could be it. I don't know. But they might miss on some good coaches because they, they're not willing to let the coach have as much input as he would want. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's always gonna be a, a situation where it's all about what do you do for the head coach to coach your football team. You can talk about all the general manager and, and the scouting department and all that other crap. What do you give your head coach to be able to make this a successful team? All right, now, you got to get right guy to do that. But at the same time, you got to be able to get him. Right. But going. then if the coach is in charge of the draft, which is what they made it sound like yesterday, and then Fontenot's in charge of the free agency, right. well, then, all right. Well, then the coach is kind of getting some of his own guys, but you're getting other guys. Right. I'm sure you're talking about that, yeah. but. All right. Uh, it's a it's a weird it's a, but I'm sure, you know, not too many people not too Here's many, what I know. It but, ain't working. Not too many not, <laughs> hey, it ain't working. Not, I mean, owners have right-hand men like Rich McKay. Okay. But they don't have right-hand men that are out front like Rich McKay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Rich McKay is out front. Mm-hmm. And like Abe said in our text uh chain yesterday, I don't want to hear no more about no damn business. The business side. Yeah. Yeah, don't want to hear about that. You're an NFL team. Yeah. Of course you make money. Yeah. Don't hear more about about the business side. I'm glad the in-stadium. He's on the business side. I'm glad the in-stadium experience is good. You know what would make it better? Winning. Winning some games. Yeah, Yeah, winning some football games. All right, we'll come back. We'll get into what's trending here on a Tuesday morning. Thanks for being with us. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Ladies and gentlemen, time now for What's Trending. A look at the top trending headlines of the day. Oh, my God. Brought to you by Reliable Heating and Air. Is your heating and cooling system aging? Reliable's got you covered for just $29.99 a month. No deductibles or service fees, just coverage. Call to find out more. There is no timetable. The only timetable is to do this correctly. Uh, Take our time, be thoughtful, uh, do all the interviews, uh, be respectful, make sure we have a full, diverse uh, slate of candidates that we're considering uh, in every way, um, and um, give each and every one of them an opportunity to express their vision for our football team, for our franchise, uh, for the roster, and uh, where, where we are and where we expect to go. Um, and um, we'll take as much time as we need to do that and do it correctly. Don't take too much time. Somebody might take the coach you want. 
Yeah, yeah. The time, I mean, the time there table. is a little bit of a timetable. There is, and that's yeah. always the funny thing when people say, there's no timetable. Yeah, it is. Yeah, there is. Yeah, it is. Because there's other teams that are trying to hire these yeah. guys, too. Yes. And then at some point, you guys are going to have to have, like, a season next year. So you got to do it before that. Right. The draft probably would want to get them before that. And there, there's some other off-season stuff that takes place as well. Um, so there is a timetable. Yes. But, yes, you need to be diligent, and you need to make the hire correctly, and I mean, they told us yesterday in the press conference they're very good at hiring coaches. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, they we're got, in good hands. Look, they, uh, they in the in the, in the hiring they hired the winningest coach in Falcons football history. That's true. They did do that. They hired a coach that took them to a Super Bowl. That's true. Okay. So yeah, they're good at it. I mean, <laughs> they're I, super good. Not at everybody it. can have longevity like the, the, that's uh, true. The, the, you know, the the extended multi year career. Now, I, mean, I will say, becoming the winningest coach in Falcons franchise history. Just means you're the winningest coach in Falcons franchise history, exactly. right? Like you're not Don Shula. Yeah, they didn't hire, they didn't hire Bill Belichick. I mean, it was obviously going to happen. That's why yeah. it's going to be the like someone coach. was going to do that. Going to be that eventually, yeah. and that's just you're judging him against the other guys right. that had been here, right? In a non-storied franchise, franchise. right? So that's what you did. Mm-hmm. Um, All but, right, and look, I, what what said in these things matters very little compared to what actually happens. Right. Um, when things are bad, which they are, by the way, like seven and ten, seven and ten, seven and ten, fired coach. Things aren't good. Yeah, you know, say what you want to say about all the other stuff. The reason that they had a press conference yesterday was because they fired the coach because mm-hmm. the team wasn't good. Yeah. Um, when things aren't good, there's really not a lot you can say in a press conference to make them better. Mm-mm. You're not going to talk your way into more wins. You're not going to talk your way into the fans being like, you know what? I guess it wasn't that bad. No, it was. It was awful. It was, it was a bad. really, really bad year. If you have and you had to hire, if, fire the coach, if you fire your coach, is bad. bad. You know year. what I mean? It's a bad year bad when year. your coach is being fired. And now you, I mean, that, I mean, I don't think this roster is depleted. No, I don't think. I think they're still like they got to get some players. Mainly, we know the quarterback position. I think they got to go get a a premier edge rusher. Uh, to make this thing work, Whew. but I mean, they got where have we heard that one before? Yeah, I mean, but I mean, they still got a good base for a coach. Yeah, no, they got, to come in, yes, and, yes. And, and and work some magic and everything with the right toolage. But my thing is, you know, what? Where do you go as far as are you looking for? Because we know the we know the uh, the whole thing. They got higher first year first time head coaches. And why do you think that I, is? That, because you I've can, got a couple theories. Well, I mean, one reason we know why, you know, because you can control them. Yes, you know what I'm saying, but that's not not and not saying it's a bad thing. It's more like you can guide them. Yeah, uh, but know. like I also think, okay, maybe that's on your side of things. Mm-hmm. You know, like if if that's them making that decision of like, all right, we want a guy who comes in and we can guide him the way that we want this okay, franchise to be run. Or what's the new thing? They want an innovative mind. <laughs> but not innovative too innovative mind. though. Yeah, but not too innovative. Like you know, yeah, like be your own man. boss or something. Yeah, but they don't want, want to do that. Yeah. Um, but the other part of it is that sort of narrows your your candidate pool, doesn't it? Like, uh, if I'm a if I'm a veteran head coach, I'd like a little bit of little bit of freedom, right? I want to like a little bit of say. Yeah. I've done it before. This is what my structure was before when I had success. Yeah. Now I'm coming here. And it's like, oh, well, all right. Like well, this is how it is. Well, I don't. That doesn't that doesn't work for I, me. That's what I'm saying. And we're not saying that they are they are uh, using these coaches a puppet match because that's not at all what I'm saying. I would never say that, you know, because. You know, that's the, the – because you can't – like, this team isn't winning – this organization isn't winning because of the power structure in the, in, the, in the organization. They just didn't get the right guy. They just didn't get the right guy. I know. You but know what I mean? my, my, my response to that is, is the power st- – like, everything else has changed, right? Mm-hmm. They've tried everything else. 
except for maybe shaking that up a little bit. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's like we keep going back to the same same t- I'm, going I'm, back I'm, to the drawing I'm, board I'm, I'm, and drawing the same picture. And that's why that's why I don't understand the that's why I kept saying yesterday, let your general manager right. hire the coach. That's right. all I keep saying. Just, oh, and that's I, a great idea. Yeah. But that's not their that, that, structure. That, because the thing about it is, and the reason I say that general manager hire, because if you hire him, there's no guarantee that these two are going to get along together. That's because true. this is the thing about when you talk about the input of a head coach, you got the input of the GM. What if the GM don't want him? But right. you do. It doesn't really feel like Terry Fontenot's input gets to be anything other than, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. But as what, far as what, that what goes. What if I don't want, well, okay, I know you want this guy, Arthur and, Ter- and, um, yeah. and Rich, but how about this guy? How about this guy? I feel more comfortable building a team with this guy than instead of the guy that you want. Yeah. Like, what is wrong with that? Nothing. But that, it shouldn't but be. Thing about it, I would think that that, that would that, be but, the but, conversation. But, but the hardest part about that is when you get into a situation when you're tearing. Because the thing with it is, is that you bring in this head coach and you got terrified of the GM who's on. It puts him in a bad position because what if him and the GM don't get along? They're not going to fire the head coach after one season. Nope. They're going to fire Terry. Yep. And then they're going to let the head coach pick his guy. No, I'm sorry. No, they're no, not. They're not. They're gonna, <laughs> then they'll pick another you know guy. What I'm and, yeah. Why not let the two people who are responsible the most for building this football team have say? Especially the guy who's picking the players. Yeah, why not? Why not let him why not let him pick that's his That's a player? great question. Why yeah, not? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like input. Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, yeah. man. Like my daughter has input on what we have for dinner. Does she? But ultimately, I make what I make. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I'm like, oh, you want what, yogurt and peanut butter? Yeah. No. We're having chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You know, uh, go yogurt there. and peanut butter is not really dinner yeah. stuff. Go over there and wash up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what input looks like. That's what input sounds like as well yeah. over there. So, yeah, I don't know. That's, I mean, my, that's my only thing is when you're in this, because when you hired both of these guys, there wasn't really that kind of structure as far as, like, did they, because they hired Arthur Smith first, did they go in Arthur that Smith? That was the other thing that was confusing yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Who did yeah. they hire Arthur, first? He got, it, he got it mixed up a little bit. Okay. But I'm just saying, how do you look at it from that standpoint where, I'm just serious, I'm sitting here with the input, but my input is, I don't want this head coach. Right. I don't think I work well with him. Well, Terry, you know what? Deal with it. Is that going to be the situation when they're picking this head coach? Yeah. And then the other thing is, if it doesn't work out, like, I didn't really want him in the first place. Yeah. You got him. It doesn't work out because can't coach or whatever. I don't know. Can't get out of his own way. Didn't pick the right guys, whatever. We're both fired then. Because you know who's not fired? The two guys that were standing on the stage yesterday yeah. or sitting on the stage yeah. yesterday. Right. And then we'll do it again yeah. in a couple of years. And we'll get to hear about how good they are at picking coaches they gotta get and general managers. They got to get this freaking higher in this freaking uh, this uh, this quarterback right Yeah, now. I know. But they needed to do that three years ago, yes. too, and they didn't. Yes. <laughs> so that's, like, why that's why we're here. That's why we're here. But then what am I going to say? Then I, I mean, am I supposed to just go automatically, just automatically assume that's going to go bad? You can assume whatever you I want. I don't want to assume that, though. I don't want to assume that. I guess you can kind of only go based on what history tells yeah. you. Yeah. If they get the quarterback right, then things will probably be pretty good for a while. Yes. If they don't, then things won't be good. They'll be the same way. Yeah. Be the same way. That's what it is. Like, the <laughs> nah. All right. Let's, never mind. That was about to go too far. Let's uh, let's hear the game from last night, which probably has me why I'm so snarky this morning. Let's hear it end. JJ takes the snap, flips the ball to Roman Wilson after he takes a knee, and Michigan, the Wolverines, have won a national championship. Wolverine players... Wolverine alums, Michigan fans everywhere, Jim Harbaugh and your staff, your team, 
is the number one team in America as the clock ticks down and Michigan completes a 15-0 national championship season here in Houston. Bet. These ain't try to run it. <laughs> They'll try to. You know, sneak a sneak a play in on everything like like Jamison did. Oh, which is still <laughs> so funny to me. Yeah, but um, I mean, it, it was a, it was a game where the expectations should have been where they were before the game because of how how potent Washington's offense was. Michigan wasn't having it, and they came out from the get go from the opening drive. I mean, they were in three tight ends. They were two tight ends. They had seven offensive linemen they had on the all field. The in the field. at midfield. Yes, and they were going to and <laughs> they were power. and they were going. To, to to bludgeon wash. Yep. And I saw, you know, and I thought that, you know, when you look at going into the second half, like Jim, he's lucky. He should have punted that damn football. He should have. He should have punted the football. He should have. But, but to to the credit of the defense, like opening second half, get the pressure on Penix. Penix throws the ball up, intercepted. And there's, it was just one of those things where you just, you just like nip and tuck, nip and tuck. But Michigan, to me, Michigan never – Seemed like they were not in control of the game. No, they were in control of the yeah. game. There was yeah. a moment yeah. at the end of the first half when he didn't punt it. They went for it. Washington goes down and scores on yes. fourth down and then gets the ball back to start yes. the second half where people like me that wanted to be optimistic, yes. you could talk yourself into it. Yes. Like, man, we got we got absolutely smoked in the first quarter and to only be down by a touchdown with the ball coming out of the second yes. half. Okay, things could things could start turning a little bit. And then he throws an interception on the first pass. Yeah. And it's like, all right, probably not going to be your night. And then the defense still gave you five more chances they to try did. to get back in the they game. Did. And ultimately, the Michigan defense was just too good. Michigan's defense and their concept of like NFL-style defense was so good. I mean, they blew some coverages. But, like, for the most part, they were just so disciplined. And yeah. Like, I got it. Okay, this guy's coming up to the scene. I got him. You go over there. I mean, they were so good yesterday. Yeah. Man, and they, the frustrating thing is they did, when they would go tempo, they couldn't do it very often because they just didn't get anything positive going on first down. But when they did do it, they were able to confuse that Michigan secondary a little bit, but then they didn't take advantage of it. Penix is missing throws and frustrating. Frustrating night, at least for me. Not for Michigan fans. Uh, first Solo national championship since 1948. Uh, great season for Michigan, for sure. Great season for Washington, too, but uh, couldn't quite cap it off. All right, Mike Conti is going to join us next. Thanks for being with us here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. And now, an actual Andy and Randy listener. There's actually a few out there. Welcome back to the Midday Show with Andy and Randy. Andy Bunker. Randy McMichael. Two brothers. From another mother on Sports Radio 929, the game. Sports Radio 929, the game, midday show with Andy and Randy with you here. Tuesday morning, 20 minutes away from an NFL no huddle. We'll start looking ahead to a wild card weekend in the NFL. What do they call it now? Super wild card weekend? Super or, wild card. Yeah, because they got games Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Yes. So just wall to wall NFL this weekend. Um, we'll get to that. We'll obviously continue talking about the uh, the conversation that was had yesterday, the press conference on this station. Of course, the interview with Rich McKay as well that Dukes and Bell did. Um, but Mike Conti joins us on Tuesdays at this time. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com, get a guaranteed offer on your home today, and start packing. 
It's time to check in with Atlanta United and Atlanta Hawks broadcaster Mike Conti. Slides it forward, a shot, score! Brought to you by Lindy and the Empower Home Team. Mike, thanks for uh, stepping in, hanging out. How are you? Good to see you guys. Very eventful day yesterday, especially for one of us in this room. Yeah, no kidding. Condolences. Yes, but, thank uh, you. Welcome to the Big Ten. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, officially. Yeah, uh, for Big the Ten football program, now. yeah. yeah. Um, but but you got kind of the unofficial welcome last night. I mean. Uh, Lose to Michigan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, the next thing you'll have to get used to is having to play Michigan with Big Ten refs. Mm. That is not a fun experience. <laughs> um, the Just over the years, there have been. Some interesting whistles uh, uh, that have gone in favor of Michigan against uh, well, pretty much everyone in the Big Ten, at except least, Ohio State. At least that uh, that gives some sort of idea of competency. Like, in order to be biased towards a team, you have to be competent in order yeah, to do that. That's true. That's better than what we've had in the Pac-12, because okay. Pac-12 officiating has been so incompetent for yeah. so long. Oh, it'll be nice to at least see. We had Pac-12 officials in the Peach Bowl, oh, yes, and that's right. not why Penn State lost, but there were some terrible calls. It's as if they play terrible. by a different rule set yeah. that they teach those right. referees. How Just to call do. it consistently. Yep. Both anyhow, uh, I'm fired up on many things. Pac-12 officiating was not where I thought we would go <laughs> in this segment, but that's okay. No, me either. Mike, Where I got a question go? for you about that. <laughs> them going into the Pac-12. I mean, sorry, to the Big Ten. Yeah. How do you think the game will change as far as the tempo offenses coming in with Oregon mm. and Washington? I know, I know, Ohio State runs a, a version of it, but yeah. it's not a real prevalent offense in that in that conference. I, I wonder how game conditions are going to affect the tempo with which Washington, USC, and Oregon right. play. Right. Um, you know, I was looking at Washington's schedule last night. They have to play at Penn State in November. Right. You know, now granted, Seattle in November is not like Phoenix. It's not or, nice or Miami, but it's not super cold. It's not yeah. ten below zero. Yeah. Uh, I just wonder if we're going to see some of what these West Coast teams want to do impacted by conditions in late season games. I mean, like when you play against Iowa, Iowa has a style, you know, that you kind of <laughs> have to conform yeah. to. Right. Uh, Wisconsin has a style that you're going to kind of have to conform to. Purdue tried to do this in the late uh, 90s with Joe Tiller Yep, him and when Drew. he had Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. And it worked. They, yeah, actually, they, went, the they went to the Rose Bowl. Uh, I don't remember if they won it. They played Washington. They, but, did, not. Uh, uh, they did not they win did it. Not but, win it no. but it was enough to get them uh, like a kind of a dead Big Ten program to the Rose Bowl. So I think it's going to introduce some new competitive elements to the conference that should make the conference better. But Mother Nature in late uh, November in Madison and um, – Minneapolis and Iowa City and Lincoln, that's pretty much undefeated. As far Slightly as shorter travel for those of us who maybe want to go see their team play who live in Atlanta. That's true. Like, yeah. like Bloomington's not that far. Uh, Detroit's not far. Like, yeah. If you want to see them play against the Michigan schools, yeah. that's not far. Not uh, Columbus, far. Columbus is like a 50-minute flight. So uh, you're right. It, it will be cool. And conversely. So for me, it's going to yeah, be great. Exactly. No, but, exactly. but like, honestly, as a Penn State fan, like I'm looking forward to going to a road game in Eugene. Yep. I've never been to Eugene before. It's a great Probably place never to see have a game. reason to go there, yeah. but it looks like an awesome place to see a game. I have been to Husky Stadium, not for a game, but just on that campus. It's a beautiful campus. Um, I've also been to the L.A. Coliseum. I have no interest in going there yeah. to see Penn State play. It's a very, uh, it's a very overrated game experience, in my horrible. opinion. Yeah. It's a cool building, and it's cool to go there and stuff, but like, it's not a good you game day experience. You want to see a, a good game day experience in Southern California go to a UCLA game. 
That's what you want to do. You don't have to. Bowl. You don't have to go that far. You just yeah. go down the road. Yeah, get the go number one Bowl. number one uh, in game experience in the NFL. What, oh, well, did, what <laughs> did you What did you feel like you learned from the uh, from the press conference yesterday? Um, look, I know we've been making a big deal about it on this radio station. I know other publications and media outlets are making a big deal of it as well. I, I to me, I think it just kind of clarified and maybe confirmed what we thought we knew about the the leadership structure of the Falcons. Um, you know, whether or not we collectively believe or think that, um, you know, it's the most efficient way to run a team or the best way to run a team. I mean, I'll leave that up to you guys and the listeners to figure out. To me, I think it just kind of confirmed, like, all right, yeah. Um, you know, Rich McKay has a very, very – um, loud voice and heavy role in major decisions like this. Um, other than that, like, I don't know. I mean, that press conference was long. I mean, that was like Very. an hour and 45 minutes. We're talking about Deshaun Watson and like, we're going way back in time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll admit that I kind of maybe tuned it out a little bit after a while because I was waiting for Rich McKay to call in with Carl and Mike. But, um, uh, I don't think we really got any insight on, on the type of coach they're going to be looking for. I don't think we got a whole lot of insight on what this offseason is going to look like other than the obvious that they're going to go have to find a quarterback. Um, hopefully we'll get some more insight later on. Hopefully we'll actually get a chance to talk to the GM, right? you know, the guy who's making those player personnel decisions, and maybe then we'll get a little more insight and clarity on what this team might look like. Do you, do you? How do you feel about whatever type coach they hire dictates what kind of quarterback they get? I think it absolutely could. I mean, if you're going to hire a Todd Munkin – um, I think it's more likely that he's going to look for a dual threat quarterback, someone that he has a lot of experience working with collegially and in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, I think th- it would be impossible, correct me if I'm wrong, it would be almost impossible for the Falcons to select their quarterback before they get their coach, right? Like, they're, yeah. they're going to hire well, that a coach. Would be crazy. Yeah. Now, they that, said there's no timeline, Okay, but, but that would but be like, insane. Realistically, yeah. they're going to have their coach by Super Bowl-ish yeah. at worst. I would think so. So, you know, uh, free agency will start a month after that, the draft the month after that. So uh, the head coach is probably going to have a big role in picking that quarterback. And, and maybe maybe that's kind of a good thing. Like, you can go into this coaching search with, with a blank slate. Like, go ahead, fi- find the best coach. Find the best coach. QB, we'll deal with that later. Find the best coach and then let that coach have a role in selecting his quarterback because that's essentially where we're at right now. Right. I mean, the the new coach is going to be able to to pick his QB, hopefully. Mike Conti joining us here in studio talking all kinds of different stuff, as we do when Mike comes in. Obviously, the uh, the Hawks are back in action tomorrow couple tough ones in a row. Friday night was, was really bad. They played pretty good against Orlando, but, but came up short. Um, are, wh- where are you seeing, if you're seeing it, improvement with this team right now? Because it's, you know, it, it's, it's tough some nights. <sighs> improvement. <laughs> well, okay. I don't know. Uh, it, uh, improvement. Jalen Johnson got healthy. Yes, obviously getting Jalen Johnson back. That does help them. No question about it. Um, man, that you, you'd have to really look yep. hard. I mean, you give up 150 points to Indiana. I guess they improved because they gave up 157 <laughs> like they did the last time. I mean, there is that. That's that, true. That's a very sarcastic yes. thing for me to say. Yes. I, look, 
They're, I don't think the Hawks are quite as bad as their record portrays because they have been in a lot of close games. They have blown quite a few fourth quarter leads. Um, like I, I do believe that your record is what it says it is, but um, I test wise, I don't know if the Hawks are 12th in the East. I don't know if they're playing that poorly. Um, again, Trey, as I think we've all agreed over the last couple of weeks, playing very good basketball right now. Um, unfortunately, the Hawks just can't outscore teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know. Uh, it, it's like I said, I don't think you're going in recent weeks. I don't think you're going to see significant measurable improvement with this team unless they make a major trade. Could you I, see I, any scenario where that does not happen? A major trade? Yeah, absolutely. I see a scenario where that doesn't happen because you need a trading partner. You don't want to get fleeced. Right. You know, the Hawks don't have really a ton of leverage right now because they're they're kind of the desperate team. They're going to be the aggressive team in the trade market that's going to be looking to add. Um, so I, I would hope that the Hawks would not make a deal just for the sake of making, making a, a deal. deal. But, I mean, the, the depth right now is just not where it needs to be. It, this is not the same team of two years ago that was rolling – Gallinari and Bogdanovich and Herter and and the uh, Lou Williams off the bench. I mean, it's you're basically playing an eight or a nine man rotation now, and you have to hope that Bogey Bogdanovich is in rhythm because right. Bogey, like it, it almost goes back to we talked about Gallinari in this way a couple of years ago. If Gallo was just average, the Hawks are going to have a really good chance at winning the game. Bogey is either like. Seven for ten from three or one for ten. Right. You know, there, there's kind of like he's no going to take ten either there, right? way. He's going to take ten. He's taking ten. He like, just hope he makes seven. Shots up. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but that's one thing that really sticks out to me right now is just the bench scoring and the secondary scoring outside of Bogdanovich and a little Okongwu is just not existent right yeah. now, and and that's got to change. Hopefully, you get DeAndre Hunter back pretty soon. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might be a week or two away from that. So. Yeah, no, it, it's a shame. It's always a shame because, look, we're into it anyway from, from opening yeah. night throughout all of this, and then a lot of people kind of peek in once football is over, and you have a real opportunity to, to, to take over, a, I don't know, a gap in yeah, people's it, sports fanhood, oh, absolutely. and they're just, they're just not, well, and not look, great right now. I feel really kind of badly about what I said a moment ago, but I'm, I just can't, I, I can't verbalize an area where this team has improved. Yeah. I'm not trying to be, you know, uh, down on them or negative or anything like that, but just an honest que- answer to an honest question. Yep. I don't see this team improving. No, really. I don't either. I don't either, which is probably why a trade is on the horizon. I think it's all you can do at this probably point. Probably will be what happens. Mike, we yep. appreciate it. See you guys. Thank you. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com. Get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. We will come back and get to an NFL no huddle to kick off the noon hour right after this on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. 
Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.